0: Are we alone? In the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? shrink. The detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How many muscular it? men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Hi, and welcome to this podcast. If you were looking for cereal or maybe something from Ira Glass, you are in the wrong place. Uh, this is a, a podcast that you would only listen to uh, if you owe uh, us money. Uh, r- let's start off every podcast with uh, concessions, uh, admissions, uh, confessions, and, uh, and and outright apologies. Uh, last episode was... Uh, one Tim Hamm joined us to talk about D and D literally Correct. no one talked about it. So must've been perfect or yes, no it must've been a perfect episode. Or or the, nobody knows literally no one was D&D like to yeah, question yeah,
1: us no, yeah no, 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 no,
0: i'm not gonna talk about that uh but we we had uh we had a comment yeah. on one of our yeah i had a i
1: had a comment a friend of mine her name is beth she uh had listened to the podcast and she was listening to our montages podcast
0: oh uh about well, I, my uh, condolences beth sorry that you're wrong, <laughs> listening that's
1: seems like well she fresh. had she had a, a really nice point that uh mm-hmm. i at least wanted to address and she mm-hmm. said uh go ahead no, no yes go no, okay uh <laughs> I have counterpoints to the Captain America montage. I think, yeah, that's why I was like, oh, well, if it's Captain America and Monty, I definitely think it needs to be addressed. <laughs> I think the first montage, when he's performing and showing his story arc of still being the little man inside of the super soldier. He's a soldier. He He's a soldier. He has to follow orders. But at his core, it's as if he's not... Okay, I'm sorry. This is my reading, not her handwriting, not her writing. He's a soldier. He has to follow orders. That's at his core, at his core of it. And it's not until Bucky gets into trouble that he internally realizes that he's also a super soldier and can basically do what he wants. And that's what this montage is showing. Kind of a big deal for somebody who always wanted to be a soldier who then has to disobey orders. I see. see. And then she goes on to say, and this is. the second montage serves as the Super Soldier Awakening. He changes physically instantaneously, instantaneously, but not mentally. And part of the reason the doctor chose him is because he didn't want him to completely change mentally because that's what part of, that's what just made him a good guy, and part of his personality was that he felt fell in line until he realized that he could use his super soldier serumness. <coughs> as a way to prevent crap. So, I,
0: Okay, all right. Well, uh, I will take that under advisement. Uh, having just watched the what-if uh, Captain Carter... I just did,
1: too. I was going to tell you.
0: That. Yeah, uh, having just watched the Captain Carter of it all... Yeah, I, I, I can see what you're saying. Uh, and there, there is certainly this thing of, especially the part of it, he's still sort of almost even getting bullied a little bit, too, and the realization that he can stand up and do things right. I, I, I get that, Uh uh, but I, I just feel like using two montages was too many. I'm still going to go with Captain America having too many montages. And I would have liked to have seen that in, uh, in real time with dialogue than, than in, uh, in symbolism and in montage. So uh, I will take that under advisement. I will be taken to task. It will be something that I will internalize. <laughs> And think about thank you, Beth, for watching yes, or listen, listening. listening.
1: Yeah, no one watches this, Rob. <laughs> I keep telling you. Thank, thank God we are both in our underwear. Yeah
0: uh each other's that's the weird part i don't know why we keep nailing <laughs> one pair each other. across <laughs> many three time zones let's just keep going yes. all right my name is what few- my name is monty ike and uh this uh is our podcast uh let me introduce you my best friend. <laughs> he's the point break to my princess diaries the roadhouse to my mannequin and the next of kin uh to my mannequin too uh, he's my best friend, Rob Bloom. Hey, Rob. What are we talking about today?
1: Hey, Monty. Today we are talking about something that's been on the books for quite a while, but we just kept having different or better ideas. Tonight we are talking about... <laughs> this is about... it, guys. The bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's... Guilty pleasure movies. Oh, okay. And now, my and I had discussed before actually hitting the record button that guilty pleasure movies, for our definition, are maybe movies that... We're not exactly proud to admit we like. Not necessarily are they good or bad. Right. um, Or, you know, financial. They might be financial successes. They might be critical successes. But they're ones that if we admit admit we like these movies to watch, maybe on repetition in our lives, not just like a one and done. Many of these on on this list I have watched countless times and can recite but I'm not necessarily proud that I like these movies.
0: Right, yeah. I, I My thought was like, okay, if I look at like my top movies, they're like, you know, uh, Wrath of Khan and Big Trouble in Little China. These would be a normal person. That would be like, oh, I have this guilty pleasure. I enjoy watching uh, Kurt Russell in uh, in uh, in Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble, Little no, China. to me, I'm like very proud of that. Yeah, Big Trouble in Little China is a great film, and it influenced me a lot as a human being. Uh no these are things that yes that uh that we uh, the nerdiest of uh, nerds would be like oh, I don't want people to know I know uh, I watch this so here we go all right uh do you want me to start or you to start
1: I I kind of want to start
0: oh then you should by all means fucking start
1: okay I think my number five is one I think I think you liked because uh-huh. I believe you and I saw this in the theater together Could be. um it was. A movie that had advertising out the wazoo. It was all over the place, but it financially bombed, critically bombed. Yeah, that's what happens. And, <laughs> I'm looking at you, free guy. Go on. And, and yet, I thought, leaving the movie, even at that time, I thought was this was really good. And I have watched it as recently as the last three months. And I still love it to pieces. It's the last action hero probably my last favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he's basically parodying himself. himself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's wonderful. It's a really fun movie that just, it's super tongue in cheek. Uh, it's, it, it just makes fun of action movies and the tropes and the cliches. And it's so fucking fun. I think it's a great movie. Yeah.
0: You killed Mozart. I don't even know who Mozart is. (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, I, that is, that is that is a good like it's better than it gets props for. There's a lot of really funny bits in there. The whole thing of like supposedly talking to the ex-wife and then he puts on a recorder, which is like this, you know, like action movie bullshit thing that happens. And then later on going like, you know, who's that's all fake. I, I who does that? No one. You know, like it's very funny yeah, that it. whole taking down all of those things that are fake and are, are the things that aren't real about it. The non real parts of it. Um, yeah, I,
1: yeah. I like the the chief behind the desk who gets yeah, mad at everything and then the next group you know the next buddy cops come in and one of them is an animated cat you know yeah I yeah like, yeah I it's love like, all the stupid like it's it's making fun of all the things that have been done in movies and cartoons and whatnot that and but,
0: yeah it, it, it really is making fun of the 80s and I think that's uh, I think that's because the times had started to change by the time that came out and it was right it was right the perfect time. To make fun of, like basically Arnold Schwarzenegger has this resume of, of these movies, and then that's not the style anymore. People want Bruce Willis movies where their heroes get blood. Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, it was blah. right at the cha- you're yeah, totally and, right, and, and it then was... so this was a great idea of being like. And actually, it signaled his didn't did t- Twins come out before or after this? I you, yeah, uh, I don't know. but like he started you might changing, be right. He started changing and being like, I can do comedy, and I wanted to do comedy, and this is like a transition film. It's still action, but it's very much comedy. As
1: well. I I thought I giggle many times. I there was very suspenseful parts when the kid is in danger. Yeah, um, that kid though, I kind of wanted to die. Never oh yeah, I, I, he's I I, I want to <laughs> say I saw a making of or something where he wasn't supposed to be the original actor and they had to replace him at the last minute. And he went on to some other fun things. But anyway, I I just think it's a great movie. I it got a lot of flack. It bombed financially, but I I think it took too much. And it's it's a fun movie that I if it was on I would stop everything and just watch. I Okay. Uh I
0: yeah, I, I think definitely um definitely it's it's better than it deserves. I think the reason why it bombed was because it is a little more heady. Like looking at it now, like this is the self parody thing. That's exactly what we as Gen Xers started doing, and that became sort of our wheelhouse: is true. is that's is self parodying our nostalgia, and going into it. So I really, honestly think that that's, uh, yeah, it's got a lot of like uh, uh, great pieces there that, uh, um, that started, and it also has Sir Ian McClain is death, so that's good. That's good right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, a good one. That's a good one to start off the bat. Uh, this one, I don't know how it did. I think it did terrible. Um, it seems like it has all of the right pieces for uh, nerds to like, but like things just didn't hit. Um, and it's uh sky captain in the world of tomorrow. I, which I that love movie. that movie. I, I, I love that
1: movie. It's really great.
0: And it's, it, you know, I, a lot of people are like, wow, it was so boring. And why did it have like, you know what I mean? And like, people were like the serial tropes were, were no one cared about those anymore and all this stuff like that. But visually I thought it was stunning. I thought the world building was crazy. Like, you know what I mean? And it's not, it the... felt
1: like a fleischer cartoon come to life. Right. It yeah. was Wonderful. Uh,
0: yeah, but it's, it's one of those movies where like either people are like, I've, I would never sit through that again. Uh, or they're like I, you know, I vaguely remembered or whatever. But I really thought visually it was stunning. I it really got me into that sort of retro futurism. Um, exactly. No. Uh, like hit me right in where I like that. Like I, I really went through this period where I thought uh, doing, um, you know, doing Rex Ranger Rocket Police type stuff where it's, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. you know. It, it, it's what we thought the future was going to be in the 30s was where it's at and setting things up like that and uh and i well, really like sky captain uh, yeah i, but I like the, i think it's go ahead I'm oh sorry. i was just gonna say but i mean when you look at the performances jude law was great in it uh but yeah a little bit pedestrian <laughs> uh angelina jolie is uh bored maybe I mean, she was trying to be mysterious but it come off it comes off as being bored well, and uh, she
1: her character is kind of it's kind of like a nick fury i mean obviously she's got the eye patch but i mean she does she comes in kind of as like a, a badass tough as nails like know-it-all but right still seems aloof right like, and like it's like, like she's you have, holding cards that you don't get to see it the, i think the whole deal
0: of her as frankie was the idea that she uh she's like you don't know the backstory. You're coming in in the middle of this, but this is his long long time uh, uh, ally and blah, blah, blah. And you just don't know about it because you just come in the middle of the story. But yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I can see people saying that some of these acting choices were boring and some parts of it seem boring. And I get that. But I think visually it kept my interest so much. And and I wanted to be in that world that I I am willing to forgive that shit left and right.
1: So I think visually I can that movie can be on and I will watch it every time. Yeah, I don't pay so attention so much to that one, but it's a great background movie the, that I look up and just go, wow,
0: that is awesome. The tiny elephant in the bell jar. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that that alone was this like okay, this is just like a throwaway visual gag. But for me, I'm like okay that helps me i mean that makes me go what kind of world are they living in like this reality is crazy and i love it i also just love giant uh, planes like the, the the where there's a battle or you know what i mean the giant like fucking aircraft carrier in the in the sky is always just something i really enjoy so all right so sky captain in the world of tomorrow is my yeah. my my number uh, are we doing 4 or 5 rob I'm five. Oh, good. So that would, okay. Yeah, we should do prep.
1: Uh, All right, so that's my number five. Uh, All right, so my four uh is probably the only one that I think you're going to go, really, Rob, really? Like all the rest I can see you going, yeah, I get it, but I think my number four is going to make you go, can't get on board with you. Okay, let's hear it. This is a movie that I only discovered because of, well, I shouldn't say discovered. I only watched because Riley wanted to go see it. Uh-huh. So I took her to the theater With no expectations Had no desire to see it But we went and saw it And I left going That was actually pretty good And it's one of the few movies That I own for her That I will put on Even if the, she's not around Okay Alright And just pop it in This is It's the movie for Angry Birds Oh god I <laughs> actually think it's pretty It's pretty funny oh, I like this isn't it. your. I, this is not your number one this is not my number one. This, this is, is my this number is, four.
0: You have more embarrassing things than this one.
1: No, no, I just can't, a, the, I'm I saying can't my favourite on my list of favorite guilty pleasures, it's my number four favorite guilty pleasure. Oh it's not my. my number like my number one I think you're gonna like. But
0: Oh my lord. Angry Birds, but the Angry. Angry Birds, Birds is movie. definitely Yeah,
1: yeah. I think there's some really cute lines in there. I find it entertaining. Um Angry Birds Two, I think, starts getting too much it's too much the sequel is too much my friend but the original is a piece of art it's not (laughs) art i just find it fun oh i uh jason sudeikis i think is the main character he's a lot of fun i think he plays a really good angry person all the time um Okay. And then when when they introduce the 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 pigs, it's it's a fun movie. I enjoy it. No, I, I I yeah. If I'm... my daughter wants to watch them, I'm like, "Yeah, let's put that on." Oh lord. Oh man. Yeah, it's it's a guilty pleasure. Wow. This one that
0: I have is not going to seem half as fucking amazing as that one. Um right, my number 4 is not Angry Birds. It's uh a little movie Uh, about a bookstore owner who just happens to have uh, a movie star waltz into his little tiny bookstore in Notting Hill, London. It's Hugh Grant and, uh, and (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's Julia Roberts, Hugh Grant's romantic comedy, Notting Hill. I actually really enjoy that movie. Julia Roberts comes in to hide from the paparazzi, go into his bookstore. He's pleasantly flabbergasted. It started my man crush with Hugh uh, Grant. Uh, I like that movie a lot. It's very sweet and very funny, and it has a lot of romantic comedy tropes that uh, are stupid. Uh, But this one is... uh, is, uh, Look... I also really like Love and Other Drugs because Jake Gyllenhaal gives uh, such a performance of, of true uh, compassion in it uh, that it moves me. Uh, but Notting Hill is the one that's going to make the list.
1: Notting Hill, Julia Roberts, Hugh Grant. Um, check it out. Um, I... I, I don't think I've seen Notting Hill. It's an, I've like... I've probably seen the entire movie, but not in, like, I've sat down, watched The Beginning to End. I think I've I, seen it in I've bits and pieces. I've seen so
0: many Hugh Grant movies because of you this movie. You don't know movie. where one... No, no, I mean, to... like, like I saw this movie. This, I think this was, like, literally the first Hugh Grant movie where I was like, oh, okay. Like, Four Weddings and a Funeral and all this bullshit. I never watched those. I was like, fuck that shit. Uh, Melissa uh, drag, drugged me to Notting Hill, and I was like, oh, this guy's soup charming, uh, and I... Uh, this is great i this is a good movie and then afterwards it'd be like oh do you want to go to blah 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 it's got hugh grant you like lonning hill and i'd be like i guess and then i would go and it never captured the same sort of uh fun uh, as that one did but yeah i like I his so of his all of his movies this is my is fi- this well no, this is I, your I mean, favorite of all of his movies i'm mean, yeah i'm serious I, yeah, look, what's uh, your favorite of uh, every movie that Hugh Grant's been in? No, because the man from Uncle exists. So Hugh Grant was in that. Um, well, which
1: your favorite gr- Hugh, Hugh Grant role? Is yeah. this it?
0: Uh, yeah, I think so. I-, I think his turn in Love Actually is actually pretty good as the, the single prime minister. It's another one I haven't seen. But That's... I will. You haven't seen Love Actually? I haven't. You I should haven't, probably yeah. get a girlfriend. Um no. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, uh, I like Hugh Grant's turn in that, but I think it's because I like that story because the because uh, his secretary that he falls in love with is very, very my type. So there you go.
1: Okay. Okay. okay.
0: Let's move on. Let's move on to our number threes. Number threes.
1: Here. Number three. Oh, yeah. I'm like looking over there like... Um, my number know. three is... Okay, well, I discovered this movie... On a date, and oh, and it's not love my, actually. Okay, no, it's not love actually. Uh, it was I was set up with this this woman. She was nice and everything. She told me, "Well, we're gonna go hang out at some friends." So it's like I barely knew her. Yeah, she took me to some friends I didn't know, and they had this movie on. And I, like, I remember them telling me about it when I got there, but I wasn't paying attention. And they were boring. The date was boring. I wasn't paying attention. But then like out of the corner of my eye, I kept seeing what was going on with this movie. And it, like, it started becoming riveting to me. And I couldn't <laughs> stop watching this movie. And at one point, I was ignoring people, not realizing I was ignoring people because I was into so the movie. into this movie. And it began my love of... Of this director, who is is totally baffling me at the moment, I can't think of his name. But Shaolin Soccer,
0: oh yeah, began
1: there. Um, I had never heard of Shaolin Soccer. I knew nothing about that genre of 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 parody kung fu movies. And I'm totally drawing. Are you looking him up right now? Yeah, I'm doing that for you. It's I can see his face. He's the main a- he's the main yeah. actor in the movie Shaolin so Anyway, it was so freaking funny to me and so amazing and I fell in love with that movie. Shaolin Soccer is it's a special movie. It is such a special movie. And like I I was going to have it on our our sports list, but it's like I really would love to just sit and talk about Shaolin Soccer and how I have since gone and watched other movies that he's done. I've done, I've watched the. Um, uh, I'm I'm screaming at myself right now. The Kung Fu Hustle, Kung yeah. Fu Hustle, and I I suppose I I'm told that there's going to be a sequel to Kung Fu Hustle. I don't know how, but oh. um, at one point he was supposed to do the Dragon Ball Z movie, but I think he was just producing it. And then I think he did do the American it's, Dragon Ball Z. It's Ma- Stephen Chow, by the way. Stephen Chow, I, it was like on the tip of my tongue. Right. Um. But I. then I mean, since I've gone and saw his first movie, where it's a detective story, and it is even greater than Shaolin Soccer, and I highly, mind like it's a movie night movie. It is. It is just beyond words, bizarre, bonkers. I've, I've seen Shaolin Soccer. No, oh. the movie. He made before *Shallon Soccer*. Oh, okay. Um, that because I thought *Shallon Soccer* was his first movie. I yeah. did not know he had movies before that. Well, um, is it? It's a detective it? movie. Okay. Um, yeah, it's from *Beijing with Love*. It is the best movie. It is so great. We have to have you and I have to have a movie night and watch it because I did it. With, we did. Oh. I just bought it on a whim, and me and Matt watched it, and it was great. It was, it was just great. Your number three, go for your number My three.
0: number three is my, uh, the girls wanted to see this movie. And so we went to it and oh. I thought it was super charming and it is, uh, Ella enchanted with Anne Hathaway.
1: Uh, I like that movie. Yeah,
0: it's good. It's a musical. Uh, it, it plays on a lot of tropes. Uh, uh, it's kind of like, uh, there was a, there was the other one that came out, uh, kind of at the same time with Amy Adams it was more of like a Disney thing where she gets pulled out of oh, the... more Cinderella. Yeah. No, well, yeah, yeah. What is that one called with, uh, McDreamy and her, and I can't remember what that it, one's called. It's the but...
1: Cinderella movie though, isn't it? No, like no a Cinderella. It's, the,
0: the... it's just called enchanted, not Ella enchanted, but I'm talking okay. about the Anne Hathaway movie. Although that one's also pretty good, but the Anne Hathaway movie, uh, is, is adorable. It is like a Cinderella story. Uh, But it turns everything sort of on its end and it sort of plays up the the tropes. And uh, and yeah, I almost, look, I'll be honest with you. I almost also put um, Princess Diaries. I like a lot of Anne Hathaway stuff uh, from watching it with my kids. I always thought she was really good. I also almost put Brokeback Mountain because she's topless in that movie. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I also really like Brokeback Mountain, though. Uh, if you want a story of unrequited love or love that he needs to be secret or it doesn't have to be like, yes, it's two gay men. But that movie is hauntingly heartbreaking. And I it's a very good movie. But I don't watch it a lot because it is sad as hell.
1: That's right. what I've heard, yeah. that it's very sad.
0: Yes. But Ella Enchanted, however, is a movie that if it's on, I will watch. I I've The girls have been like, oh, we're going to watch Ella Enchanted. I've been like, yeah, OK, I'll do that. Sure, 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 sure. Sure. So there it is Ella Enchanted uh, with Anne Hathaway. Uh, yeah, I like that movie, one. actually. I, I
1: think I, the romantic genres seem to elude me. Like, I mean, even when I've been dating in that, like, I you know I, no, nobody seems it's
0: fine. We're it's, it's OK to say that rom-coms don't don't, don't do it for me. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Land. A lot of them don't mm-hmm. land for me at all. I find them yeah. uh, detestable and boring. And
1: Maybe that should be a subject. There's rom-coms we actually like.
0: Rom-coms we actually like might be a good one. All right. Yep. I promise to you, the listeners, we are not going to look up anything else. If we don't know the answer right off the top of our head, we're just not going to fucking bring it up. We're going to move um, on. We're yep. going to move on. What's your number <laughs> two there?
1: Uh, it's a movie uh, that... Um, I, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> number two is probably the... Uh, it's Solo. The, the Star Wars movie, Solo. Oh, um, yeah. I think it has gotten the worst rap of mo- any of the Star Wars movies. I mean, everybody has their opinions on any of the others. That's fine. But I think the the disregard that the movie Solo got really teed me off because I left that movie loving it, wanting more of it. I had critiques of it. I mean, I, you and I have both discussed that it probably should have been two movies because they tried to cram too much into one. Shouldn't have had him get the Millennium Falcon at the end. Yeah, I wanted to see. I wanted to see more Lando down the road, and you know, I don't want that to be the only friendship he had with Lando, and then later on was like, because then it actually it really
0: seriously changes your perspective of the betrayal. Because yeah. why
1: wouldn't Lando betray him to
0: the yeah. Empire? Yeah, it's no why big would, deal, yeah. the, the, right? The,
1: I want I want more of that relationship where they did things together. After that, yes, and that he eventually won the ship off. You know, I would have loved to have seen him pine for that ship for more. You know, right. like like yeah. that he really wanted that ship a few more, and finally gets it from him. Yeah, I. But besides that, I. I have no problem with him getting his name from like an imperial officer just writing uh Han. Well, cuz it's uh, it's it's a dumb I, name. No, it's it yeah. is over explained and also the the nickname of Chewie from Chewbacca, like I don't need that explained. Whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah.
0: No shit. But, I know how nicknames work.
1: But I think the the friendship of, you know, Chewie and, and Han where he, you know, he saves them, that that's that was cool, brought to life, and that you see that um, Woody Harrelson's character, whose name is escaping me, uh, Woody. Do you want to look it up? No, it's just Woody Harrelson. Yeah, his yeah. name is Woody Harrelson. Um, that his character in the movie, though, was basically you can see elements that eventually Han takes from him or learns from, him right? Yeah, and and incorporates into himself, and then you know from the very last scene where he's with him that he kills them, kills him before even. Finishes his dialogue It's like yeah. that's who Han Solo then becomes I loved that movie yeah. Is is uh, Alden perfect? No, but nobody's going to step in And be Harrison Ford It's just yeah. not going to happen And I I found the movie enjoyable I will watch that movie I've probably seen that movie more than any other Star Wars movie In the last two years I'll put it in and I just enjoy it. Yeah. It's a good, I, no, I do feel I, it gets the bummest rap of all the star Wars movies. It,
0: it does get the bummest rap. And, uh, and that's saying a lot considering that, you know, last Jedi, <laughs> last Jedi and and the rise and of Skywalker. Are also Yeah. Rare. Both, both got bum raps. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, again, you can't go home again is the, the answer to all those, uh, mm-hmm. my number two, uh, pales in comparison to yours, but it's okay. Uh, mine is, uh, A little movie from 1989 uh, starring John Candy called Who's Harry Crumb?
1: I haven't seen that. Well, no, I take it back. I have seen it, but I haven't seen it in a freaking long time. You have not seen it
0: in like 25 years because it's like they tried to bury it and it doesn't exist anymore. But uh, yeah, it's the story of uh, John Candy, who's like the son of a great, great, great detective who's just weird and it starts off and he's in fargo uh north dakota or whatever you know put out to pasture and the the main office in los angeles calls him in because the head of the agency uh is up to something nefarious and they bring him in as a as a fall guy there's this rich kidnapping and all that stuff annie potts is in it uh everyone's favorite uh convicted sex offender jeffrey combs is in it um it's just got a lot of like really funny people in it um and and john candy is his most john candy in this movie he's is it a good movie it's yeah i mean for what it is i mean if i'm thinking john candy movies i'm I'm sure you can say there's probably like maybe uncle buck is better but for this uncle buck's my favorite of his but 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 for me this is so great because it's like it's John Candy doing these bits in which he's all confidence, and there are some things where maybe the joke a little bit of is is that he's fat, but it's really more that he's an idiot, and it's it's that it's that type of comedy where you're an idiot with all of the confidence in the world, and the thing is you root for this guy. I mean, like um, you can still you can actually see traces of this and why people love Ted, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is kind of a Dunce in these ways. There are things that he does that is dumb, but he's just so confident and so happy, and he's so in a positive light that you're just like, yes, I'm. Please take me with you. Harry Crumb's sort of the same way, and it's got a couple of dumb things, like he says that he has a black belt in karate and shoes to match. I mean, that's dumb. But he does <laughs> these like hilarious, like like Fletch. He does these. It's like it's like Fletch too, and the fact that he like, you know, he dresses up in these disguises. Um, you the viewer know that he's up against all these different odds but he's just genuine like the reason why he wins is because he's genuinely nice he's not as dumb as he seems and um, and, and he just he works harder and that's the reason why everything works mm-hmm. out for him at the end and I think it's a cute lovable movie and um, yeah when I can see Who's Harry Crumb? I will watch who, Who's Harry Crumb because it's just dumb. And at the end, it's the John Candy's classic drag queen uh, uh, bit. Like I do, yeah, I, yeah, remember, I remember that. Scene. And and yeah, I mean, it ends on that, and you're like, well, that's not as funny now in today's world. But you know, I remember as a kid thinking all of these dress ups that John Candy does is super hilarious because they're so ridiculously out of like none of those characters, none of those disguises would fool anyone because they're so <laughs> ridiculous. And yet I, I loved it. Yeah. So there it is. I like who's Harry Crumb and I don't know I don't honestly know if it's hated. I don't I think it's just forgotten. I think it's just one of those I movies forgotten. Like, I, that no one he, thinks about
1: he had a lot of really fun movies, all kind of bad I, I don't want to yeah. turn it into a into a John Candy like nope. film he, fest. He did. But he had in like Uh, meet what's the one where they're out camping and his His rival it's great outdoors which is his brother-in-law yeah i just forgot how much i like that one that movie
0: is fantastic with the the fucking bear the bear (laughs) the the bear bear is great big big, big bear the two big bear (laughs) (laughs)
1: he's he's got uh, like uh planes trains and automobiles uncle buck all those that just kind of hit right in that area His,
0: his, his part in home alone is fantastic He's this That's jovial right. guy, and he's just great. And he's also in um, – oh, God, what was the one we – Stripes. I he's in Stripes. He's in, he's great in stripes. stripes. He's fucking amazing in Stripes when he wrestles. The the mud wrestling part is, is fantastic. Uh, I really find – one of my favorite things about Stripes is everything is still fucking shot in Chicago, all the outside scenes. Like, there is no basic training anywhere fucking near Chicago, and yet sure. uh, when they go on leave – they go straight to Chicago, and it's like, what the fuck? Um, mm-hmm. They're not in the South in any stretch of the imagination. Uh, what was the one I was just thinking of? The one with um, uh, Bobcat Goldwith where he voices the horse, uh, is the Hot to one. Trot. Hot to Trot, which we brought up like maybe a month ago. A you wild, and I yeah, that would be a
1: guilty pleasure, but I don't like that movie. <laughs> I, I do not. Like, yeah. There's parts about the movie that are fun, but I do. I don't yeah. think I would sit through that movie again. All right, you're number one. My number one, okay, so I'm going to mention first Tacos. and Okay. And then I'm going to say, I saw this movie with you. Okay. Um, we were given the comic book by Tracy to read beforehand. And uh, you and I were trading them off so that we could hurry up and read the book before we, we to saw the movie. Do you, I, I don't know if you remember reading it. Oh, no. Just forget the taco part. Um, so we – Tacos.
0: Is that a safe word?
1: It's a safe word. Um, We went into this movie with, I know I went in with preconceived notions of what I thought this movie was going to be like. And I left being where I didn't think I liked it when I left the theater. Uh And I sat and like, it was one of those that I just kept sitting and thinking about and thinking about and thinking about. And then it came out on DVD about six months later or so. Yeah. And I, I don't remember why I bought it. I want to say it just happened to be there and I was bored and I bought it. And it almost instantly upon watching on DVD made me like, oh, I love this movie. And it has since become one of my all-time favorite movies. Like Even like Guilty Pleasure or not, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is one of my favorite pop-in and I, just...
0: Yeah, okay. That's I, don't I know, is that a guilty pleasure? My
1: kids watch that it movie. It bombed at the. You remember it bombed. Yeah, I remember it, it
0: bombed. But I like. There's a lot of movies that. Bombed. But it's
1: but the, like at the time like it has made such a resurgence now that it's considered like like it's it's gotten this new life. But at the time it was kind of like what you I and I introduced so many people to this movie. Like every time like I'd be like hanging hey, out know, like oh well you have seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World and they're like what. Like many people have never yeah. heard of this movie and That's it's crazy. It just, did it's, it, it its star
0: packed. Is it 10 year anniversary that it just had or 20? It's 10, right? 20. 20? Well,
1: ugh, 15 maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was just, before Riley. Uh, it, yeah,
0: it, it just had its, its anniversary and my daughter, 10.
1: it was 10 years. Yeah, and my daughter yeah.
0: went to the movie theater to, to see it with her friend, uh, and uh, and then my other daughter, like actively, like had a crush on Michael Sarah for a while because of that movie. And it's also very funny because my 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 children, my girls watch Scott Pilgrim and we we discuss it and they they're like, it's a good movie. But, you know, Scott Pilgrim's a total fucking dick, right? And he's I'm an like, asshole. Yeah, he's a, he's total a total self-centered asshole. dick. And, and, I'm, and I love going, you know, in the comic books, he ends up with knives, the 15 year old.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, you know. it's like, <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, and that's That's the thing that was funny was you and I went into that movie because that the the final book hadn't been written at the time right. the movie came out. Now you could read the final book, uh, like it it came out. I I want to say within days of each other. Yeah. Like so, like the writer didn't know what the movie was doing, and the movie didn't know what the writer was doing, and so. When the book came out, I remember reading it going, uh... Yeah, it's weird. That's weird. And I think I think the movie's superior to the book in its finale. <laughs> well,
0: uh, yeah, and there's also things that, like, for instance, the fact that she doesn't uh, travel through space and time to make her deliveries, which was fine in the comic book, but that would have been way too much for a movie audience to get into. You know what I mean? Like, it was fine. What? Like, there was... I think a she lot of kind of people... does. I mean, it... no, they don't expressively say anything like that. She just sort of kind of appears and disappears and blah, blah, blah. But that's no no, my... remember.
1: Like she he's going through her dream and he wakes up and then she knocks at the door and she goes, oh, well, I just drive. Tra- I travel through through, I don't through remember. dreams. Yeah. I don't yeah. That's that. that's a part of the that's a part um, of the movie.
0: OK, well, there you go. I always was like, that seemed weirder in the comics
1: than the movie. They don't really go into why or explain it. They just say, oh, this happened. But I think that's the charm of the movie is like, you know, he's in a bit like until this point where he gets confronted by the first villain, villain Mm -hmm. X, you don't like know that it's going to be like a fighting on wires movie. If you know nothing about this, it's like it's a cool it's a cool band movie. You know, it's a you know, it's a 15, you know, it's. I don't know. It's a twenty-something movie of guys who date, and then all of a sudden, some guy comes busting through the ceiling <laughs> who can all but fly, and then conjure women who dance around him. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, "Oh, it's also that kind of movie." Yeah. Like that's what's and it was that I'll is t- exactly
0: what was missing from Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. I will admit, it's,
1: uh, yeah. it's totally like. But the best, I think, the best subtle part of that movie is is. Um, I can't think of the brother's name. Don't worry. We won't look it up. We're not, but his gay roommate is steals the movie. He steals the movie. Absolutely. He is the funniest part of that movie and I love him. Um, But it's, I think it's the greatest movie. I I just, I can watch that thing on repeat. I love, I love Brandon Ralph making an appearance. Chris Evans makes an appearance. Uh, You get, uh, Captain Marvel. I can't think of that actress's Free, name. She Free makes Larson. She's a shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay.
1: They're all in that movie. So you, want me
0: to, you want me to look up any other superheroes? No, Michael no. Keaton's in there. Uh, Christian Bale is in there. Uh, Tony Robinson's in there. He's not a superhero. He's just really no.
1: Uh, well, oh, 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 you also uh, uh, Punisher is in there. Uh, the actor who oh, played oh, the, fir- yeah, in the oh, first. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah, the one that was in. Uh, Okay. Hung. Yeah, he was hung. Hung. I um, was gonna say hung, and then I was like, "Is that right?" Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Enough. Enough of this. Uh, of this shit. Okay. Give, uh, give me your number one. My number one is uh, another one of these things that I think no one cared about, <laughs> no one remembers, but I love it. And what's worse about this movie is, uh, a few years ago, I had a chance to buy it and I didn't. I was like, it'll always be streaming, and I can't find it anywhere streaming. But it is literally one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm to think uh, what it's it's going to be. It's Johnny Dangerously. It's. Michael I love Keen Johnny. That's a
1: great movie.
0: It's Johnny Dangerously. Uh, that about. is a great number it's one. A so, fantastic movie.
1: Uh, I still quote that movie to yeah, this day all the time. You fucking son of a <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Deported to Sweden says I'm not even <laughs> from here. <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm standing. My mother here. hung me once. Uh, once. Once. Yeah, it was Joe Piscopo right before he got unfunny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm standing here, Johnny, with my dork in my hand. No, <laughs> it's just a flusher. It's just a flusher. Oh, you know. Uh, the fact that, oh, the, Mama the, Kelly. The, the mother. The, the mother, mother being the same I age. you know what the you're going to be doing.
1: Boom, ba, boom, ba, boom.
0: Yeah. Oh, so fucking good. Uh, how about Danny DeVito as the crooked DA? That's Time for right. you to play ball. Oh, God. Yeah, it's he wasn't so a movie
1: good. star at that point. He was just so the guy from Taxi.
0: Taxi. So good. Well, now he's the guy from "It's Always Funny uh, Sunny in yes, Philadelphia." Yes, that's very true. But yeah, uh, that is so, a
1: great number one. I, I, as a
0: matter I of fact, I'm gonna. I yeah, I may buy that on DVD tonight. Before I, I think go it's back. worth buying. That is a great number one. It's They're, fantastic. The the montages of the, uh, yeah, and the contact paper at the end. That whole bit. Mar- Speaking of taxi, yes, ma- yes. isn't it Mar- Mary Lou Hunter? Is the that's right, Is the that's is right. the dame? I wanna live dangerously oh it's so good (laughs) love that song
1: mary lou henner is oh she's yeah yeah she's actually her and Marky post were like
0: oh yeah oh r.i.p Marky post uh so there you go that's my number one do you have any uh honorable mentions
1: i do have a few honorable mentions okay let's let's hear they're gonna be mostly okay uh the last dragon
0: i had that as my number five and then crossed it out beforehand and put sky captain yeah, Last Dragon
1: you definitely are on my the list. Last Dragon. Drag-
0: I love that's so good. Bruce Leroy, who's the
1: master? <laughs> Show no, <nuff. Show> <laughs> Jesus. Um, Alita, but I did not necessarily like. Like it was, it, it bombed. But I think it's a really good movie. Um, yeah. Okay. I think uh, I've seen
0: pieces of Alita, but I've never seen Alita Battle. I would. Game, right?
1: Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would recommend it. I yeah. think. I think you would like it. Um, yeah,
0: I don't know. It, I felt like I watched Ready Player One, so I had enough of Alita. It's not. It's movie, not like, like Ready One. Pre- it's more like but RoboCop. It, but it feels like, it like the effects were out. Like they were like too close together, and the effects. It, it felt like I the effects it. company was the same, and it really I, did feel like a couple of times. Like I'm like I've already seen these sequences in Ready Player yeah, One.
1: Yeah, I, I know what you're. I know where you're getting at, but it's. I get. I really it. think Elite is a stronger movie. Okay, um, and then Pee Wee's Big Adventure is still yeah.
0: I think though a lot of our generation digs Pee Wee's. Yeah, and matters. it's yeah, now, it's more like go ahead. I, 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 I was gonna say mine are like the things that I'm embarrassed about. My kids used to watch High School Musical two so fucking much, and I still have a kind of a crush on Ashley Tisdale. So I will watch High School Musical two when they're watching it. I'm fabulous. Go ahead, Sharpay. You're the queen yeah. of my bu- business. Uh, it's got really dumb parts, but I just watched
1: Phineas and Ferb recently and forgot about her being the voice of the big sister.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's fantastic. Follow her on Instagram. Um, and that's not even like dirty. She's mostly just nice on Instagram. Uh, she was also in Sweet Life, of Zach and Cody, which I had more of a crush on Zach and Cody's mom. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And she had the proto Karen. She, and then she
1: eventually became, uh, one of the cool, um, she was like the big mom. She was the mother figure on Supernatural. Yeah. Um, she yeah. was a hunter on. And I liked her on that. Yeah. So. Uh, and she's going to be a Planet Comic Con next week.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. So, uh, Brent Spiner canceled, so I'm not coming back for it. Did he? So. Oh, well. Mm. Sorry about that. Uh, well, we're really Dayton when we record this episode. Uh, mm. Any other uh, uh, honorable mentions there? That's.
1: Uh, I, I had Nightmare Before Christmas Eve wrote, but I don't think it's really a
0: no i don't think so i there's too many goth girls in the world wearing that yeah, beard, right? yeah. to call that um, a uh, uh, do you have any honorable mentions i i mean other than high school musical 2 i mean there there are ones where i'm like is this really like i mean there are movies like spies like us and things that i think are more like that this was really hard for me what is a it's what, what is something a that guilty I'm, pleasure, what is something yeah. that i'm embarrassed to watch i just said that i watched you know Ella Enchanted and Enchanted, and I liked both of them. I've watched Nonning Hill. I, every every single winter, I sit through Love Actually and have seen that. I've watched more than a few romantic comedies in my time uh, that I'm not proud of. I own... Uh, I love and other drugs. Disney- I've talked about the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal's yeah. eyes uh, are hauntingly sincere in that movie.
1: I, I get almost every Pixar and Disney release movie. And... I have the excuse of having a daughter, but I love them. I love watching most of those animated movies. Yeah,
0: I don't. So (laughs) there you go. Um, Here's a really unpopular opinion that will make people uh, dislike me. I think Up is super fucking boring, and I don't like watching it.
1: I think it's boring after that initial... Right, enjoy. the heartbreak short, and then after yeah. that, I'm like, "Fuck it." I, I I'm no, I would, I don't, I actually don't think Up is even like, I didn't, doesn't like even a blip on my uh, Pixar. After it After,
0: after Toy Story One, could care less. Don't get onward is
1: really good. I think you'd like Onward.
0: I've seen Onward. That's the D and you one didn't right? like it. Yeah, well, it's
1: kind of D D. You didn't
0: like D&D. it. kind of No, I thought it was like meh. Yeah. I liked it. I, liked I to be honest with you, Onward I think was the
1: last movie I saw in a the theater before COVID. See, I
0: watched it on I think Disney Plus after COVID. It came out like two weeks later on Disney Plus. uh, And honestly, I was like, "Oh, well, COVID really saved this one. (laughs) They could they could hang everything on that." Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I do. Then there's like you know, there's movies that are bad movies that I like. Dolomite. I you know, Mm -hmm. initially watched Dolomite thinking it was going to be something I could just make fun of, and certainly there's things I make fun of it. But I really enjoy the shit out of it. There's Walking Tall with Joe Don Baker, which is a yeah. movie that
1: I can, you know, again I've never seen the the, the original Walking, Walking Tall. Oh my that. god.
0: I've seen the original Walking Tall and it's 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 actually uh Buford Presser. Uh, it's actually a fairly good movie. There's a lot of those movies. I mean, is is Smokey and the Bandit one? Um, because I really love that Smokey and the Bandit Two was a huge favorite of mine. in the kid, that's the yeah, one where I saw all three the a billion times Smokey and the Bandit Two is the one where at the end there's a uh, Buford Chief Justice's cousins come and they're like a Canadian one and like you know what I mean. And it's just it's... I don't
1: remember two. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, it's it's got I, the, I remember one the vividly. elephant. Yeah, and I remember three vividly. Three is the one know. where,
0: uh, where Smokey is the bandit. Yeah, Smokey mm-hmm. is the bandit. No, number two has the elephant with Dom DeLuise, and it ends with this giant car mashup, where these trucks and cop cars battle, and it's ridiculous, and mm-hmm. it's got these uh, huge amount of stunts. But I love it. Um, so over yeah, but top. it's like, over, over the top. Over the top. Yeah,
1: that, that's definitely one one I can. I watch but and like these I hate myself these bad
0: these bad movies, I you know I've I've built sort of a, I dare say a reputation as somebody who enjoys uh, bad movies. What? Yeah. So, so for me, it's like when I say what's my guilty pleasure, it's like, well, what isn't my guilty pleasure? Man, I watch a lot of shit you wouldn't watch. I'm yeah. watching Columbo through again, and most people are like, oh, I can't do that. And I'm like, no, I could do that every night. I could watch a Columbo episode every fucking night, and I just sit there waiting for Robert Culp to show up again. Although Jack Cassidy's given Robert Culp a run for his money because I saw one last night that I was like, Jack Cassidy is great as a villain mm. in Columbo. He's perfect. All right. We need to pick uh, which is the better, Johnny Dangerously or Scott Pilgrim versus the world.
1: I, I think Johnny Dangerously was uh, – if, if I had thought of that, I probably would have picked that as a very yeah. high number two. Yeah. So.
0: You're damn straight, son. <laughs> You're damn
1: straight. Mm. Oh,
0: I want to live. Danger Oh it's so oh, it's got so many good fucking bits in it. It's a it's a parody uh with these strong bits. It's like a parody, but it doesn't go as far as airplanes. It starts
1: with him in a in a pet store and then it yes. starts with him not really in a pet store. No, he like, is in a pet oh, store. He, yeah, yeah, he is, but he's like like it's yeah. a front for his yeah.
0: crime doesn't pay. Eh, maybe a little bit. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I it was very funny. I remember seeing Johnny Dangerously, and then I think uh Batman comes out after that. So oh, yeah. you can imagine, yeah. he was not Batman. He yet. was not Batman in that. He was a very good comedian, and uh, Michael Keaton though is a fucking force. Uh, I want to
1: watch it now. I forgot yeah. how much I yeah. loved the. Yeah. Johnny I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna fucking buy it. All right, uh, since I win, that means you, as the loser, have to <laughs> say goodbye. That's right. You got to toss out with our uh, world-renowned closing statement. Uh, this is something that uh, when you actually when you break down the. Uh, Uh, The base code of the universe, when you go through pi, when you go through irrational numbers, you'll find uh, mathematically, if you uh, translate that into hexadecimals, it gives you the characters that spell out in sequence our uh, closing statement, something that we say, uh, our catchphrase that we say every single episode. Rob, what is that? The base code of the universe Say it for us
1: all. You once were a vegan, but now you will be gone.